What do you want a daughter? What do you want a daughter? I have not a daughter with a daughter. We could switch to Progressa da. Oh yeah. We could switch to Progressa and Sa. Mkaw. We could Sa enough to buy some Za. Oh yeah. Let's switch to Progressa da and get some Za with the money we saw. Yeah. Now we know we're gonna da da da. These days, nothing is normal and everything is weird. But you could still save big when you switch to Progressive. It might just be the most normal thing you da da da. Quote da da at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Hello and welcome. It's time for this week's episode of the Inside Line F1 podcast. Kunal, you know what they say about glass houses? Well, that's exactly what's come true for Lewis Hamilton. It was so strange after Fernando Alonso's fifth in qualifying in the Indy 500, Lewis Hamilton goes and questions the quality of talent at Indy 500. And boom, every driver, worth his salt or not, has taken a dig at Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> Are you surprised? <laughs> no, I'm not, but why, Lewis, why would you do this? Does Alonso's participation in the Indy 500 mar Lewis's achievements or legacy in any way? No, it doesn't. Does his fifth place do any harm to your image or reputation? No, it does not. Then why would you go and piss off a whole lot of drivers and fans of the fraternity? And instead, why couldn't you have said something good? <laughs> I think he's just missing those a uh, string of controversies that he had courted last year and he's had like you know a while of peace and quiet anyway lewis hamilton has gone and pissed off the people of america and ironically this is a country that he's otherwise desperate to you know try and woo <laughs> so strange i'm sure he's just telling himself i just hope i haven't pissed off a certain rita or a bella and whoever else it is that he's trying to impress <laughs> Uh, but i must tell you i loved graham rahal's points scott dixon and lewis hamilton head to head in a mercedes that would be absolute fun that and would be really good fun. <laughs> in fact that's also the theme of our podcast this week maybe racers should do what boxers do you know publicly challenge each other to a fight and we've actually seen how mike tyson's mohammad ali floyd mayweather and all the other legends do so Kunal, I think we're on to something here. I can just imagine the Indy 500 drivers, you know, challenging Lewis Hamilton to a duel on track. <laughs> And uh, I can actually, you know, being a fan of the Rocky movies, I can imagine how this could be. So there'll be a press conference, the drivers and their helmets facing each other, nose to nose, nostrils flaring, and then they'll challenge each other to meet at a track, go head to head, have qualifying laps, maybe even a race. but yes it better be single make cars though we cannot have uh, you know competition in engineering here it has to be a driver versus a driver duel and no honda engine very important <laughs> <laughs> and while you're dreaming all this up it sounds very amazing kunal i hope someone's listening i love tony kanan's statement that lewis hamilton came second in a two car race last year <laughs> you asked for it lewis you did <laughs> he sure asked for it 
and fernando alonso asked for sato's honda engine <laughs> pretty opportunistic <laughs> yeah i think alonso spent the last 3 years just asking drivers for their engines so it's been hamilton and his mercedes before i'm sure he's not going to ask vettel for his ferrari engine <laughs> and now he's gone ahead and asked sato for his honda engine but yes lewis hamilton since he's gone and pissed off so many people I think it's time for him to go racing at Indy next year. <laughs> We know that John Todd is anyway trying to ensure that there is no clash. So why not? <laughs> yes, why not? And uh, Alon- maybe this is part of his plan. <laughs> well, I hope so. So Fernando Alonso anyway thinks that the money might attract the Formula One drivers. So the money at the Indy 500. So Alonso got paid three hundred thousand dollars for actually doing what he did and ended up retiring the race. for actually what he said in his uh, farewell speech or in his thank you speech rather that he kept turning left and his steering kept turning left so he got paid $300,000 to keep turning left <laughs> on a banked oval circuit takuma sato the former formula 1 driver and the eventual winner took home 2 and a half million dollars wow and i really wonder if we should be up to something here as well why can't formula 1 also announce a prize money for their drivers I mean I know there isn't a prize money per race but maybe this is an option maybe this is an opportunity to start having one Yes and you know we're always relying on unofficial sources to know how much our favorite drivers earn because obviously it's of interest to us apart from knowing how much you know Marcus Ericsson earns <laughs> <laughs> But I I so wish that Indy 500 and Formula 1 end up learning from each other there is just so much and Fernando Alonso has just brought these two parallel competing worlds together. And uh, by the way, Lewis Hamilton featured at the NBA finals along with Brazilian football superstar Neymar. And then he was in this strange video with a Mercedes engineer playing ping pong or or table tennis as we call it in this part of the world. <laughs> Looking at uh, Lewis Hamilton's history with videos, I wouldn't have been surprised if he'd been playing beer pong. <laughs> 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 and I did see the ping pong video. Kunal, did you notice the car in the background? There was a graphic. I couldn't figure what car it was, but then I realized that there were no sponsors on that car. So obviously, it was a McLaren. <laughs> <laughs> McLaren Honda. Fernando Alonso calls it his day job. <laughs> Ouch. I mean, poor lad. He just uh doesn't seem like he's looking forward to canada at all and why not if i was in his place maybe i wouldn't as well <laughs> and uh if certain circuits don't suit the mclaren canada doesn't suit it that much more that's how bad it's going to be for mclaren <laughs> mclaren have been saying some pretty strange things so they say that they've had a 95% success rate in their upgrades and what's odd about this statement Kunal, when did they have a chance to test these upgrades? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> the upgraded Honda engines have been failing. What ninety-five percent of the times the McLarens are on track. <laughs> And like Alonso, maybe McLaren is now trying to separate uh, Honda's woes from their legacy brand image and whatever else that they are trying to project this season. Because I also read reports that McLaren will try whatever it takes to go back to being competitive in two thousand and eighteen. even if it means ditching honda this is actually the exact same problem red bull racing had a few years ago actually right if you go to see sebastian vettel was almost threatening to leave not that it was made public he eventually did leave okay and for all of this was because of 
the Renault powered engine issues that they had back then. So, uh, talking of Red Bull Racing, John Malone, the owner of Liberty Media, met the owner met the owner of Red Bull Energy Drinks, Dietrich uh, Matejus, as I think it's pronounced. And I don't know if this is a clear message to Chase Carey and Ross Braun and the like saying, if you won't listen to me, I'll go to your boss. <laughs> yeah, basically Red Bull Racing wants louder, cheaper and less complicated engines. And to do that, they have done what we all do in the corporate world. <laughs> escalated to your boss. Well done, Red Bull Racing. <laughs> <laughs> and I think what Red Bull Racing is trying to say is pretty fair. I would love to get rid of the MGUH, MGUK and everything else that just makes the Formula 1 engine or the power unit as they call it so complex. And I'm sure while you're doing that, Kunal, you're waiting to get rid of the DRS. <laughs> <laughs> but Red Bull Racing is worried, they say. The next three races, Canada, Austria, which is also their home Grand Prix, and Baku, which is Europe's home Grand Prix. <laughs> But seriously, they are worried uh, that Renault's power deficit will actually have them trailing even more so. Isn't Canada where Renault said they're up expecting their upgrades too? If they work and Red Bull Racing is still off the pace, I'm wondering who they're going to blame. Maybe they'll blame Pirelli. <laughs> <laughs> I also uh, saw Red Bull Racing's video of their drivers racing caravans around the Red Bull Ring, which is the Australian Grand Prix venue. And uh, I know that in-season testing is banned, but testing the aerodynamics of your caravans is pure silly, guys. <laughs> I'm sure Saba was watching carefully and they were wondering if they could have sold those caravans and banked that money. <laughs> <laughs> that probably would have given them a couple of front-wing designs for sure. <laughs> and uh, Red Bull Racing prodigy Max Verstappen expects Red Bull Racing to win closer to the end of this season and I think that's absolutely late. Can you imagine what Max must be thinking and he, in fact even Daniel uh, Ricciardo he must be thinking or they must be thinking that oh my god that's a full year lost. And also saying statements like that is not great for fans because there's so many people who I'm sure are tuned in only hoping for Max Verstappen to win. Yes, but at least they're being honest and frank. Mm -hmm. And unlike Ferrari were last year where the press release would say something else and then the track performance would be absolutely the opposite. Yes. So while that's Red Bull Racing's end of season KRA or keys result, <laughs> too much corporate jargon, Kunal. So Renault's pre-season break KRA is to be sixth in the World Championship. And Renault's Jolyon Palmer's KRA would be to outscore Hulkenberg in Canada because there are serious reports that this could very well be his last race in Formula 1. Ouch, but not surprised. And Lance Stroll's KRA would be to stay away from that damn wall of champions. <laughs> <laughs> no, Lance, you aren't a champion. Please find any other wall to crash into but that particular wall. <laughs> And uh, Claire Williams, uh, very surprisingly, said that Lance Stroll's debut season is like what Vettel's and Draikkonen's was. So I did what uh, any fan would have done. I opened up Wikipedia just to reconfirm that both Vettel and Kimi Raikkonen actually scored points in their debut race. <laughs> Can you imagine? And they'd have made money in their debut season, not <laughs> paid money. <laughs> But poor Williams, they're just trying to justify the money that Stroll's father has paid them. But please don't. I mean, uh, 
I know Formula One is a business. We all know Formula One is a business. And we know that uh, Williams introduced Pastor Maldonado to the world of Formula One. So keep that away from us. <laughs> <laughs> Lance Stroll has gone and said that targeting points is the wrong approach. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Forget the debut season. Even his thoughts in his debut season aren't similar to Raikkonen's or Sebastian Vettel's Miss Williams. Let's just park this the way Lance Stroll parks aside <laughs> every time he goes out for a stroll on the circuit. Crass strong words, but hilarious. <laughs> I'm just going to pick up on Canada possibly being Palmer's last race in Formula 1. So let's talk about if he does go, who will Renault hire? Obviously, there's talk of Perez, my favourite Perez. <laughs> You know, I, the way I see it, if Renault wanted Force India's drivers, they should have bought Force India and not Lotus. <laughs> <laughs> because if they hire Perez, it's going to be Hulkenberg and Perez in Renault next season. <laughs> now, all they need to do is hire you, Kunal. <laughs> It'll be a Force India reunion. <laughs> yeah, I loved working with Nico Hulkenberg and would love to go back working with him. Force India's owner, the very controversial Vijay Malia, so he anyway wonders if owning a football team is more business value than owning a Formula 1 team. So Sunderland, uh, who plays in the English Premier League, they were paid 93 million pounds. Wait, I'm going to read that again. Yes, 93 million pounds for finishing 20th. And that's obviously far, far more than for India, who finished 4th. Yeah, I mean, that's a very astonishing number that Vijay Malia tweeted. And uh, maybe this is exactly why Renault should have made a bid for Force India. Just like they also might be thinking of making a serious bid for Fernando Alonso for next season. Or maybe <laughs> maybe even this season, who knows. And all this talk about linking Perez with Renault is actually very good news for Perez. Because he's in the news. Last week it was Ferrari, Kunal. This week it's Renault. So let's <laughs> see where the man goes. <laughs> I would also love to see a reunion for Fernando Alonso at Renault or even Ferrari. Wow. <laughs> I'm being cheeky. It does seem like a little out of reach though, admittedly. <laughs> but Renault has already claimed that they cannot give Fernando a winning car till 2019. So I'm not sure Alonso is willing to play the waiting game yet another time. By the way, there's news that there could be more races on the calendar than the current 20th. Obviously, that's great news for us. But very bad news for Fernando Alonso. <laughs> Poor guy. He said that if the number of races goes up, he's going home. Obviously, this is contingent upon the fact that he stays at McLaren Honda. I mean, if he starts winning those races, he's going to be there racing. Well, this could be just another excuse to go compete in the Indy. He had just so much of fun that particular weekend. And can you imagine? It's been, uh, what, a week uh, since uh, that week? or uh, Yeah, yeah. We're still talking about it. Can't and stop. by the way, Fernando, I loved your speech, your thank you speech after the Indy 500. Please do join us on this podcast someday. Okay, so over to the upcoming Canadian Grand Prix. So very exciting times because the World Drivers Championship battle is going to heat up. Sebastian Vettel is a full race ahead of uh, Lewis Hamilton. Kunal, we also know that this is when, you know, the hammer time, as Lewis likes to call it, comes into effect because he loves building up a gap and then chasing it down. <laughs> but like Nikki Lauda said, 
they need Sebastian Vettel to retire at least once to get Hamilton back in the chase. And I hope Nikki did not mean uh, retirement the Nico Rosberg way. <laughs> <laughs> not the Felipe Massa way or the Jensen Button way. <laughs> he probably meant it the Fernando Alonso way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So Canada is one of my favorite circuits. Obviously, high speed, heavy braking zones and the wall of champions. Yes, it's one of my favorite circuits too. And uh, Daniel Ricciardo, he said that he's, he loves Canada. In fact, if my memory is right, Hamilton and Ricciardo claimed their first ever win here. And uh, so was Robert Kubica. Yes. Yes, he, he won here first in Canada. I also remember a very horrendous crash that he had in Canada while they were approaching the happen at the back of the circuit. Uh, but uh, on Robert Kubica, I am very, very pleased to know that nearly five years after his uh, you know, career-threatening uh, career crash, Kubica will be testing a Renault Formula 1 car sometime this week, I guess. I can't remember when, but he's going to be testing a Renault Formula 1 car. That's great news. And that's one test I am going to be very closely following. I really hope they make it social and informative, you know, share with us what's going on. I am thinking about a comeback for Robert Kubica. That would be purely heroic. Oh, yes. I, I loved that Polish driver and I would really love to have him back in Formula 1. So, Mercedes, our title contender, the chi title chasers or underdogs as Toto Wolf. Did you ever think we'd be calling Mercedes <laughs> that? <laughs> well, Toto Wolf has told us to call them that. But yes. They have said that they are 16 weeks behind Ferrari this season. And I wonder what that means. Because how do they know Ferrari's car schedule for 2017? <laughs> how, can they be, how can they be so sure of 16 weeks? I mean, by that logic, uh, even McLaren and Renault should know how far behind they are than uh, Ferrari in terms of weeks. <laughs> I think McLaren's going to be like, oh, we're 16 years behind Ferrari. <laughs> Like, it's such a random number that's thrown at public. 16, you know. I'd love for Toto Wolf to give us more information than just that. <laughs> Bernie Ecclestone is probably smirking somewhere. He keeps on hinting at how Mercedes has helped Ferrari. <laughs> Maybe that's how they know it's 16 weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Ecclestone anyway told us what we already know, that Ferrari has a quick car. <laughs> so first he told us how they got quick. And then he tells us that they're quicker. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> On the Mercedes front, though, uh, it's very clear and it's public now that they have tyre issues, specifically with the ultra soft tyre. They're trying to figure it out. In fact, Lewis Hamilton is trying to figure it out. And all of this while he said that his fourth World Drivers' Championship seems difficult this year. I honestly think we'll see yet another race where the difference in time between the top four and the rest of the field is going to be very high. Yes. That said, I, Kunal, am most eager to see Force India back in the points. I think the circuit will suit them. Yes, they need to go back to their consistent ways. And of course, I'm very eager to see Kimi Raikkonen continue his form and take the fight to Sebastian Vettel. Come on, Kimi. <laughs> go, Kimi. Because uh, we know that in the charity match that was organized a few days back, uh, where the Ferrari drivers played, Raikkonen scored a hat-trick. Three goals to Kimi Raikkonen. Why a man. <laughs> Though I'm sure Ferrari would have then made sure that Sebastian Vettel scored four. <laughs> You know, by order of the team. <laughs> Since we're on Ferrari, former Ferrari driver Rubens Barrichello, the famous number two, will be debuting at the Le Mans this season. All the best, Rubens. 
It's so good to see Barrichello doing exactly what retired drivers do, you know, have fun <laughs> and not come back to Formula One. <laughs> By the way, Button is having fun too. He's racing the thousand kilometers in Suzuka. I tell you, he still loves the Japanese. I don't know what and why, but he's, he still very much loves those Japanese. Or is it a specific Japanese? <laughs> He's called it his second home country and all of that. <laughs> By the way, Jensen Button has invested in a craft beer company. And Kunal, I'm so excited because I can already think of so many names of beers around Formula One drivers. <laughs> so obviously the obvious ones. So I'm thinking of Kimi Heineken and Nico Hackenberg. <laughs> Kunal, this is amazing. There is a beer named Pastor. And guess what their tagline is? The tagline is, save the world. (laughs) (laughs) Save the rest of those imaginative names because they are really hilarious. And uh, I'm going to gladly do a special post on my blog in the next couple of days, only with these witty names that you've put forth. Wow, thanks. (laughs) Quite the honor. Cheers to that. Finally, Kunal, time for our predictions for Canada. Predictions for Canada, it's difficult to look away from Sebastian Vettel and Lewis Hamilton going head-to-head in the fight. So I will put Hamilton... Uh, Sorry, I'll put Vettel, followed by Hamilton, and followed by Botas. Although I really hope that Raikkonen beats a Botas (laughs) to the podium. I'm going to take you up on that, and I'm going to go with Vettel, Hamilton, Raikkonen. (laughs) And finally, before we sign off, the Canadian Post has released stamps to honour five Formula One drivers. And this includes the legendary Michael Schumacher, my absolute favourite, and current title contender Lewis Hamilton. I'm surprised Alonso, Vettel and whoever else did not make it to the list. But anyway, the reason why I'm saying it is if you're listening to us from Canada, do us a favor, send us a couple of these Formula One driver stamps for our collection and just ping us. We will send you our address on Facebook. Until then, we'll see you next week. It's Sierra, new member and ambassador for WW Weight Watchers Reimagined. Since joining, I feel healthier and more confident than ever. The new MyWW Plus, our most holistic program ever, gives you more of what you need to lose weight, like tools to help boost your mindset, get you moving, and plan meals based on what you have on hand. Plus, over 300 zero-point foods you don't have to track. The new MyWW Plus, more holistic, more personalized, more weight loss. Join today with a limited-time offer at WW.com.